Thank you for tuning in to Don't Sleep on the Couch Podcast, a show that's real, raw, and rough. We talk about life, sports, kids, money, relationships, you name it, we got it. So come on in, grab a seat on the couch, and let's get this show started. Man, I done got money everywhere, happen, baby. It's gonna particularly happen, right? Watch. South. You know why it's gonna happen? Bless you to a young talent here, like baby. <laughs> Indictment on the way, got Seda on the case. When you get your first kilo, it should be on your face. Nigga moving like the mob, 100,000 francs. Dry land when you want to be out on the lake. Ladies and gentlemen, Whoa. children of all ages. Whoa. If you don't know what's going on, Whoa. we're trying to bring it back Whoa. for another episode of Whoa. Don't Sleep on the Couch Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, part of the Triple Threat, your man 50 Grand Hudrico. And to my right, I'm rocking with. It's your boy Cash. What's going on, good people? And we cannot forget about dun, 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 Mr. Prez, we're in the building again, people. Hey, uh, so somebody's kind of excited. Yeah, Listen, man, no, how yeah. could... How could you? How We've been could you, talking about it for like a month? How could you not <laughs> you know, it's be finally excited? here? It's finally here. Anytime we pardon, it makes me excited. You know, I get excited when we have our little pause, man. So sure. real quick, man. Tonight, man, we got a lot of stuff to give y'all, man. We got sports, some NFL action, you know, preseason. Oh, NCAA, the Hard Knocks, the Raiders are showing out just like the, I would expect the Raiders too. We got some music going on. We definitely gonna touch into the music. Um, our Couch Potato segment, a couple good shows is going on. If you're not watching, new one came out, so we'll get into that. And last but not least, man, we got a little quick relationship topic. We're going to get into it and see how it go. We're going to go from there. All right, y'all. Ladies, ladies, ladies. We know you have been waiting. But guess what? We are back with you and the relationship topics. Fellas, you know, we give y'all advice, too. You know what I'm saying? We want to keep y'all off the couch. So tonight's question is... Why would a man lie about wanting a relationship and a family only to show no signs of taking it to the next step to secure that want? I don't know, man. Some dudes are sociopaths, man. That, that's all I could chalk it up to. Like, I don't know why. What's the point in lying to that point to saying I want to have a family with you and children and, and all that? Like, why, did, why do you have to get to that point? Does I'm, it, just does, so you know, I'm going to get real. Go yeah, ahead. Does it keep it around? Apparently so. If it keeps it around, yeah, that's what I want till you actually do it. Then it's like, oh, oh, you were serious. So listen, <laughs> listen, y'all, I'm going to get real, okay? But you, Hold on, I'm, I'm going to get real. I, hey, that's just being honest. I'm going to get real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to get real, y'all. I'm gonna, you know, we always talk about stepping outside yeah, the box. Yeah, yeah, we got just I'm going to go ahead and step on that. A man will do anything. I believe at a certain point, every man becomes a Burger King man. You know what a Burger King man is, Cash? Have it your way. Your way right away. So if I need to tell you I love you to get it, oh, I love you. If I need to buy you stuff, Oh, you can have this. If I need to say, I want to have a family with you. That's what a dude will say in efforts to get what he want. Now, eventually you give in, you give him what he want. And then you want to know why he ain't cashing on all those promises. Because at the end of the day, he got what he was after. And I've seen, I don't seen dudes fight over women. I don't seen dudes cry over women, steal, kill. Like I said, there's been wars that have been risen over women. So why are we acting surprised, ladies, that now that you don't gave him what he wanted, now he's not that knight in shining armor? I mean, you did it to yourself. 
And there's usually signs that, that, that go on before this, this even occurs to where that family, that ring, that ki- whatever, whatever you want to name isn't happening. So there's signs that come along the way, but I mean, I, I don't know if I can, I can't identify with this, but I mean, I don't know too many, I don't know too many dudes personally that lie just to get a piece of ass. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, most of the dudes I mess with don't have to go that route just to get some ass. See, it's not a see. I don't think it's anything. It's about lying. Maybe a little more deceitful or more more misleading than to kind of get them into that certain situation. But I mean, it's been happening for the millions and one years. You saying this dude want a family with you, and then now all of a sudden all this is happening. You saying he don't want it? Like you said, you didn't look at the warning signs. You didn't look at the type of dude that you met. And what was going on? Because some dudes they ain't about shit. And some females ain't about shit. So, therefore, true, you true. never know what you got going on in that situation. And you just get caught up in the conversation sometimes. You just saying, it yeah. Sound you, it sounds good when you're in the, lust, and you're the lusty part yeah, of everything. And that's, that's, that's the part about it, man. It just sounds good for the moment. So, you cool with it. But then, like, you bring it back and you like, that was fact. Oh, oh no. We were just in a long conversation. I was just <laughs> taking the side. You caught me in the moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And sometimes those conversations happen when you're in the bedroom, of course. You know what I'm saying? Where they get you in that vulnerable state just after you got that. You know, mm-hmm. got that one off. So I, I could see where a guy could get to saying a little bit too much in that instance. And then at that point, you can't, you got to roll with it. You know what I mean? And, and you can't dial it back. You know what I mean? So my question to y'all is before you guys, uh, you know, were happily married men. Why, why the long pause? It's dramatic. You know, he about to go in. Go on for it. Go for it. What have you guys lied about? Everything. Now, I'm not saying family, the family piece, but what what have y'all lied about to get some buns? You talking about, you know, back in the day. Back when in the day young, before, kidding, yeah, man. back in the day when you was oh, I mean, I mean, you, you, can, you can tell a lie about anything about who you involved with and who you're not involved with. If they say, oh, you with this person. No, nah, nah, I ain't nah. with her. Yeah, um, I mean, pick something. Some, yeah. Somebody's scared to say those words, but I mean, I throw out that I don't love you right quick. If you got me what I want, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't gonna lie about that. Hey, I loved everybody at that point. Hey, time. I, I do at the moment. <laughs> yeah, I love the moment. I love the moment way, we was in. Right away. I didn't necessarily mean I loved you. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I've lied on how serious you a definitely relationship lied. was. You definitely yeah, lied. Yeah, I'm sure I have. I'm sure I'm Okay, keep trying to keep trying to tell you definitely. I'm saying I'm sure I lied at some point. I know I have. I know I have. I've lied about just just where I wanted it to go as far as let's let's make this a real thing. A real relationship. Yeah, real. Yeah. I've lied yeah, you about know, wanting I, a real I can see myself with you, girl. I was yeah. already plotting my exit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> that was funny, Brad. Yeah, man. This is, but I, now I'm changed, man. It's a, it's a lot of dumb things you lied about, but I don't think I lied to the fact that trying to to get a new family and all that shit. Like, yeah, lying to get a family, that, that's pretty much on some high echelon dirtbag shit. If I got the, there's certain lies I'm not going through, and this is one of them, because I don't want to deal with the ramifications of, you know some women believe this shit? So, and they crazy. You know, I've been, I've had some crazy ones. Not everyone reacts kindly to you fucking with them in, in terms of marriage and a family. True story. So that couple of lines that you didn't cross, but I mean, a lie is a lie. So your lie was the same as uh, Hell, the Bible says: lie. one sin is not greater than the next. No, 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 no. But I mean, it's a difference of whether exactly. I'm getting. No, it's a difference of what I'm getting myself into. What lie can I live with being a scumbag forever? <laughs> and what lie do I just? This is going. 
this is going to be something that I necessarily don't want to deal with in terms of, you know, long-term issues with this chick. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you got to pick and choose your lies. If she was like, uh, you know, a long drive away and uh, <laughs> you had to say those things, then, hey, maybe it was a little bit worth it. But if you she was somebody like, you know, quick 10-minute drive, like, you probably don't want to say those things. You're going to see her a lot more often. <laughs> at the, like I said, at that time, I think it was more so about quantity and volume than it was about quality now. You can sit back and look at the things you probably have done that you managed. You say, man, maybe I shouldn't have did that. Or maybe I shouldn't have said that. Maybe I shouldn't have sent this person off. But it is what it is. I mean, ain't nothing you can do about it at this point. You just got to keep on moving. But let's not act like the ladies don't lie, too. Oh, oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? Left and right. A lot you know better than we do. There's yeah. ladies out here that act just like dudes, got the same mentality, and, and may lead you to believe that all these things are coming Yeah, as well. So. May have you thinking that you're the only one, but as soon as you leave, she over here talking to somebody else. Oh, she always it, look, ladies. Y'all, I always operated when I was dating that a chick had some dude in the wings in the rafters. They were always there. They I always they, had somebody they, waiting. Oh, they the friend. They the friend that always yeah. want to listen and hear out for their problems. And he, that's just the home. That's the brother. That's your brother. Mm-hmm. Okay, did y'all come out the same vagina? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, if, if y'all didn't come out the same vagina or, the, or the same brother. the same penis, then no, that absolutely is not your brother, and I don't trust him. But that's if you're dealing with me. So, but I've heard had the whole brother line thrown on me, and I'm like, hmm, I, I don't, I don't trust it. See, those are the times like I didn't question it. I, I just appreciated that. Hey, go ahead, talk to the other person. I was gone anyway. Like I said, I was plotting the exit. <laughs> and Frank was a you know, Papa was, was a, a rolling stone Frank was a little savage He was a little savage I, I will say that. What's the next question We got from one of the listeners The next one we got uh, Is from Julia She, she asked uh, Can your soulmate In person You end up with Be different people Everybody kind of Has different situations And what they do You know you got some people Who say They meet a person And then a month later Like I'm married I have a hard time Believing that that was Your soulmate Maybe it was. I think your soulmate is what your outlook is and what you're saying that person is to you. Um, how do you know that a person is exactly your soulmate? That's going to be something that, that has to be resonated from you within. So can you end up with somebody else? Oh, you know how people have bad marriages? You know how people are married for situations? Or how people are married because of this and because of that? So you definitely can be a different person. But when you really find that person that you know what, that you want to be with, that you want to be married to, that is your one, you got to hope and believe at that point. That that is your soulmate. I don't think you go into it if you don't. Frankie? I'm definitely going to agree with that because uh, if you're going off the soulmate, just more somebody who's attuned into your the same things that you like and everything, been in those type of situations, uh, like you said, kind of like cut off, be cut off sometimes. I don't want, I don't want that reciprocated towards me. <laughs> so when I got somebody who's like you say, the soulmate act just like you, it'd be kind of cold. Yeah, it can be a cold situation. And I think those are the ones. Uh, I think you can't, they can be different people. Um, you know, but I think sometimes a soulmate in my mind could be a fantasy, uh, a figment of your imagination, a sort. So this is the person that in your, your fantasies is all that you possibly want. But when it comes down to reality and, and having, you know, you said that your soulmate can be like similar to you. Yes. And, and I believe that to be true, but also the person that you end up with is often kind of your polar opposite in, in most for good reason. And, and I think that's for good reason because you, you need somebody to not 
be exactly like you and show you different ways to to handle things because and because if you're both the same i mean nobody wants to look at the, the mirror and say i'm married to me similar interests right it's to me great. i think your soulmate may not necessarily be somebody that's like you i think it's more so somebody who understands you and somebody who can understand and accept who you are for what you is and what you do you know there's certain quirks about people that you know you just deal with like i know this aspect about my wife that i'm like you know what somebody else won't get it but me, I know her, I know how she operates, so I get it, I get that aspect of her, and I've grown to appreciate that aspect of her. Whereas, and there's certain things about me that she just knows that I'm going to do. She knows how I'm going to operate, how I'm going to roll. And I think when you start talking about soulmates and ending up with somebody else, it's very easy to end up with somebody else. But the thing is about that soulmate thing, before you know somebody's a soulmate, you got to work at that. Now, I'm not the guy who believes in, I walk into a room and I see her and it was love at first sight. Yeah, I never be, had that. It could be again. lust at first sight. <laughs> I but never had that. Love at first sight. Oh, that's a different thing, man. But yeah. I mean, I, I think like like I said before, man, you can uh I think even if you get divorced and that could still be your soulmate. It's just shit just don't work out. You know what I'm saying? You guys can still there's still people that end up divorced and probably end up better friends than they were before while some of them end up married. remarried. You know what I'm saying? Or not just or just best friends. For me, uh, I, I know that those cases occur, and they may be soulmates as far as kindred spirits and get each other on that level, but they're not just not good relationship-wise. Just because that person is your soulmate doesn't necessarily mean that person is the best fit for a relationship, and then ultimately, if you do decide to marry that person one day, uh, a spouse. Yeah, that's and that's what I was getting at. If, they, if we're too matched, I don't feel like we're ever improving ourselves. And that, that's what I was getting at. So that's why I kind of like go some people who, uh, somebody who's just a little bit off for me or maybe that polar opposite because that's going to pick up on the areas that I'm lacking and it helps me out that that way. That's what I done found out that through mine. Uh, but I don't know if I care too much. I mean, I just wanted somebody with similar interests but not the same exact interest. You know what I mean? Because you got to have something in common to, to end up with that person. But to stay on track as far as the, the soulmate piece, I just don't I just don't see it as something as simple as you ending up with that person and everything is all hunky dory and everything works out perfectly for you guys. So does it exist? Probably. Uh, but through my experience and through what I've seen other people, it's not really like that's more of a it's the, the sustainable. That, yeah, yeah, it's more it's of that fantasy whole deal. It's not I I don't see the soulmate as the the person that you run to every time is it's a valid excuse. You can say that. That's a good reason for me to go out there and do what I want to do. Hey, that was my soulmate. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you and, can have a hell of a run. And you know what? Here's another thing. There's no definition on soulmate. So who determines what you say is your soulmate? I mean, there's no true definition saying, okay, you have to have this, this, and this to be my soulmate. Right. And it's different for every, it's, it's different, different for everybody. For every body, it's man. different for everybody. And that's but, the glory of it. Hey, not, why did you do it? Oh, that was my soulmate. <laughs> For sure, for sure, man. But, yo, just to, to wrap things up, uh, you know, I do believe they can be different people and that doesn't necessarily make the person that you end up with any less valuable in your life. True story. And the NFL. So, man, what, uh, I mean, you know, starters really didn't play you know, and everybody will say they don't watch preseason, which some of it is truth to it. But uh, for the, the young rookies and the second-year players, who are you guys impressed with? Let me stop you right there. 
Tampa Bay played Pittsburgh. I watched the first quarter. I watched my first team was against their first team, and guess what happened? Touchdown. It's going to be a great season. <laughs> Boy, you don't you, believe You that. don't get hype on preseason. <laughs> Stop. That. Stop that. You have to look at the first drive and look how effective your team was. No. Nah, Touchdown. Man. You don't believe that. I mean, for me, man, the most impressive uh, guys I saw uh, was Kyler Murray and Baker Mayfield. So, of course, those are my Sooners, you know. Y'all know what I'm saying, right? I get what you're saying. But, truthfully, like, you're talking quarterbacks, who was impressive was uh, the Giants. uh, Yeah. Yeah. What's his name? Who the Giants picked up? Yeah. Daniel Jones, the quarterback that they they gave him a hard time about. But he went five for five looking like he was ready to do something. Yeah. So, he gets the – Whoa. That's the type of performance he had when you step up big like that. Yeah. It was a big performance from him. Yeah, so I was impressed with him, but although I don't, you know, put much stock in it. I, I don't need her, but he did look impressive. I'm not gonna deny that. He looked impressive. You was at also, five for five. You was also talking about uh Teddy Bridgewater too. He looked good. So, you know, Teddy Bridgewater, I really gotta take his with a grain of salt because Teddy Bridgewater is a veteran quarterback in this league. He's been an NFL starter, so to be out there against the number twos. Damn it, you should look good. Um, one thing that you did see, and I believe, and pray, as you mentioned it before we started, was the lack of depth that some of these teams have. The Washington Redskins, the Cincinnati Bengals, even my beloved Tampa Buccaneers, our second unit did not look too great. But for some of those guys, it's their first time on a big stage. So how much do you take into effect that lack of depth and that bad performance compared to what you really got? So one team that you mentioned up in there, you said lack of depth. I just seen lack of talent. Uh huh. That was those Redskins. They just didn't look good on starters. Uh, the when it came to second yeah. string, third string, they just look unimpressive. They look like they got to get steamrolled this whole bad. season. Haskins look really bad. Haskins in a tough spot, man. You a rookie and you coming in starting for a franchise, and you talking you in a tough division with the, you know you got the Cowboys, you know you got the Giants. Well, actually, Huddy ain't even like a clear cut starter uh, according to what I've been reading. Like he's fighting for the job. He's going to be good. Another young man that looked good was uh, Kalen Balazs for the Miami Dolphins. Shout out to my man, 50 Grand, Coach Kid. Um, <laughs> looking like he's going to be the starter down there in Miami, but nobody pay attention to Miami, no. But, yo, I'd be remiss if I didn't uh, give a little plug out there. So, for some of you NFL fans out there, uh, we want some of you guys, if you want to come on and you're willing to talk about your team, uh, we got several more uh, interviews to go, but we already just dropped the podcast with the AFC North, so go check that out. Right now on Don't Sleep on the Couch podcast. So we still have multiple, multiple uh, divisions coming up. So we definitely would like you guys to come in or listen at the very least to the next few uh, podcasts. You know what the people are asking. What they asking? What they asking, Brez? When are we going to get to the Raiders? Nobody's asking. Oh, no. Everybody's asking about them Raiders. We can, get to, the, we can get to the Raiders in the aspect of what the hell is going on. Let's, on let's talk knocks. about on Hard Knocks. And let's talk about A B. Spin this, spin this right for me. now. Cause spin right now, it, spin it, spin it for me. This hard knocks that y'all going in. People was going up in there looking for a show. They ain't getting the show they want. They getting talented players out there making it. You got a safety. You got a safety who out there losing his damn mind. You got a quarterback that look like he still ain't really got his foot set. You got Kevin Ali who got cut, but he cut himself. And you got a team that looks like they don't even listen to the head coach. I mean, let's look at that that exchange between Gruden and Abrams when he was telling him not to go hard like that. Did any of you see any give in Abrams that you should be giving to the head coach? As a rookie? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. He was full of himself and then the approach with A.B., and I get it, he's a star. So stars do get treated differently. So I don't, you know. Somebody said the Madden curse went went, went real wrong because, you know, he was on the cover last year. 
And but they say now on the bottom, if you look at the bag, it says Frostbite edition. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's on every cover of every man. So they say AB he really got that man curse two times. So sure. so you talking about looking for a show. What I did see was a team that really is not as nice as you want them to be. Your 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 number one pick, Josh Jacobs. I'm not sure he was even there. I I don't think he was. I don't think he was. I think he was sitting that one out. I think you're gonna see him when you need to see him, when it's actually uh, season time, that's when you're going to see Josh Jacobs. We be just holding that back. Can't show you everything. For sure, man. Look, I, I don't think Gruden has the, uh, how can I say it, the control ultimately, I think, over time that that you thought he was going to have, man. It's just. You know, he don't have to because you know why? He got a 10-year contract. Y'all stuck with him. I'm stuck, stuck with him. Do you did you not see the talent around that team? Yeah, you talked about Abrams and his uh his antics. Antics, yeah. We'll say the antics. I think some of that's kind of played up a little bit more. You know, you can edit something to just sound just just make it look bigger than oh, what yeah. it really is. Richie Incognito, perfect example. Hey man, that that dude is a saint. They made they I made him, get what y'all they made, ever seen. You see what you see what good <laughs> editing do? Good editing. He had Richie Cognito looking like the perfect teammate when last time he's out here bullying people. But I, that's not that same guy. He's changed. He's retired and he's came back. But yeah. you talk about editing. You can't edit foolishness. Your man Abrams is a fool. Do he talk wild? Yes. Do he play wild? Do he play wild? Yes. yes. It's going Does to be he back up everything that, that need to be done on that field? When is y'all first, Can he control when, it, when is y'all first preseason Can, game? So this y'all got to realize this man, this, this, this man is a rookie. And yeah, is he's doing rookie things. He's going out there going above and beyond doing practice. Uh, but as time go on, he's gonna realize he got to save his body. He got to like cut, bring it back a yeah, little you bit. Can't practice go is practice, so yeah, yeah. And you're gonna save it for the game. I think that's just gonna come with time. I think if you go like any of these teams, they always gonna have that one rookie that's gonna go out there. He's trying to prove himself. He's he came in as a hard hitter. You know, he want people to know that he's a hard hitter. So he's trying to intimidate. I think already before season starts, and that's that's what he's trying to get out there. But you don't need to do that against your own team. But People are watching. They are taking note. So, was it needed? I think so. Yeah, man. Like I said, man, uh, I haven't watched episode two, but I'm looking forward to it, man. Yeah. If nothing else, you guys are entertaining on on television. And, not and you had to expect that from the Raiders. That's what the Raiders do. The Ra- I will give you that. The Raiders will give you must-see TV, whether it's good football, bad football, or complete foolishness, whether it's hot air balloons to come into camp or whatever else you guys got going on. Now, But I, I'm going to tell you something that I did think that was kind of funny. When AB kids out there, they're like, hey, where Ben Rosenberger at? <laughs> and that's my new quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> they say, well, what happened to Ben Rosenberger? So even the kids know AB shouldn't have left. But I mean, no, who knows? They made a good point. I think he was there. Was he messing around with some machines? Is it a reason AB got some frostbite on the bottom of his feet? <laughs> okay, so let's move on. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> hey, listen, man. <laughs> um, college football about to kick off this later on this month. I know y'all may not be huge college football fans, but you know. Some of us are. Um, I have a team in the Hurricanes. Prez has a team with War Eagle. Boomer. Say it. He oh, likes the Oregon no. Ducks. Yeah, then. Yeah, I don't, yeah, don't want nothing. Are you no sure one, it's not Ohio? Who, who is your team right now? Who's currently your team? Well, I started with Ohio State, then Michigan, then Texas. Then tech, no, not Texas. It was Oregon. All, Oregon. It was yeah, Oregon. Oregon for a little while. It was yeah. Oregon. Then it was Syracuse. Clemson. Nah, no, Syracuse is my basketball team. That's always been that. But. Then, you know, I think I finally settled on the Sooners the last three, four years. So, 
I think I'm sticking with it, man. You you forgot about North Carolina. You said North Carolina one time. No, no, I never said that. Never said that. I was like, well, I just I just ran through all my teams that in a moment of transparency, <laughs> you still want to get on me. <laughs> Listen, man, I, I guarantee we have a better record than both you guys' team. So I can guarantee that. You're gonna guarantee that. Yeah, I'm guaranteed it. Right well, here on well, the podcast. Well, HUD, you know you you we gotta add another bet to it. Listen, man, we might as well add a little something up in here because he over here talking reckless. Cash money. I, I, I mean, but before you bet, you still ain't paid off the last bet. Neither one of y'all asked because I've been owed some smoked ribs and um, I've been owed some um, swine steak that you was going to have a wife cook that still never happened. So can we ask why we got you live on national TV? What, what my shit? Wait a minute. What are we? What bet? Don't go back. What bet? Uh, Frank, you know what I'm talking about. We talking about this Rick Ross album? Oh, so that's what we're going to do? We're going to switch kids like that? <laughs> okay, that's what we going to do? Huh? Whoa. That's what we going to do? Um, my memory fades me. Hey, you know, okay, lot, don't worry. Lot, lot is the good thing is recorded on a pod. Yeah, yeah, we'll bring pull it back. that pod yeah. up. Bring it, bring it back. Go find well, it. Look, yeah. Speaking about bringing it back, let's talk about who brought it back. And that was Ricky Rose, man. Brought it back with Port of Miami, too. Um, you guys are the music aficionados, so I'm going to give you all an opportunity to go first. Rick, Rick Ross, Port of Miami 2, go. I'm just calling this Port of Miami. This was an album. This was a solid album that he actually had. I don't know about this other one that came before it that he's trying to come in on, but but Port of Miami, this one that came out this year, oh, that thing was nice. Whoa. When you hear the hook, uh, ladies and gentlemen, that's when somebody says some disrespectful shit and I need to tighten them up. Okay, all right, since he gave his uh, foolish uh, little tidbit, Exec P, what'd you think? Go. Well... Um, it's exactly what you thought you would get from Ross, which was um, great ear for beats. Uh, you know, I want to point out the artists that he had featured on there. It seemed like everybody came with their best effort, and that's a testament to how great of an artist Ross is. Um, again, man, I think, you know, if he would have dropped the album without these the tracks that came out with the Wale and the ones that received lukewarm uh, general consensus attention, and if he would have dropped it all together, I think it would have been way more better received overall as a body of work as a part as opposed to putting out four singles on a 15 track album now overall it was good but typically i come away with from ross's albums with at least two to three joints that are just amazing you know what i'm saying the mm -hmm. standouts beat wise where you get that stank face you get that little tear in your eye because it's so hard but for me i really didn't come away with that. I just came away with a bunch of solid tracks. So they were really good tracks, but it's I don't I won't ever call it whack cuz it's not trash by no means. When you have 10 out of 15 joints that are on there that is going to make the rotation, this is possibly going to be one of the top 10 albums or well, early in my top 10 albums of the year. You know, you can't say it's whack, but you can't say it's wow. You know what I mean? Go well, ahead, if you said those two standout tracks, I think Turnpike, Ike, and uh, what's up, Big Time. Those are those standout tracks on that album for me. Uh, Ross was coming with it, but he's like a braggadocious type little deal on this uh, this album. But like, so I ain't really have that one quotable line that I could say. But everything just like hit. It was good. It was a good album all the way through. So now that you guys have given your um your two cents, I'm going to go ahead and give mine. Y'all ready? Yeah, go ahead, man. It was a great album. I mean, to me, there were only... There, at first, I thought there was two songs that I really wasn't feeling. But 
actually after listening to them, I kind of felt them a little bit better than I did before. Um, the only song that I line that the song that I really wasn't feeling was White Lines, but everything else I felt like it had its place. I felt like Meek Mills did a good job on Vogue's Charms. Best um, verse out of the whole album. Um, it's a tough statement. I wouldn't say best verse. Um, still I pray is a song that stills bangs. I mean, I can play that like daily. I really like that joint. I'm a huge fan of nobody's uh, nobody's favorite. Um, Gunplay, you're right. You 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 can't. How do you listen to Gunplay and not like? Him? I'm telling you, runner runner up, runner up. He was the runner up for the best verse. Um, yeah. definitely definitely a great album, man. And, you know, even on the the, the R and B hits that he kind of had, the kind of commercial things. I thought Summer Rain was pretty decent. At first, I didn't really like it, but after listening to it a little bit, I can see how you can kind of ride in the whip, and it's something that you can rock out with your old lady with. So definitely, overall, I think the album was, it was what you expected, but I felt like it still, it didn't it didn't let you down because he there was so much hype and so much buzz built around Port of Miami 2, Port of Miami 2, Port of Miami 2. So really, there was nowhere for it to go other than blow your mind or let you down, and I felt like he did a good job of keeping you right, right where in you the needed middle. to be, yep. and he did his job. So exactly, he's just a consistent hitter, man. He just put the bat on the, I mean, the ball on the bat, however you want to say it, and did his thing. Now, one thing I want to point out, man, I think it's time for him and Jeezy to possibly stop making tracks together. I can definitely see that. It's it's not. They never come with that magic that you just on paper. You know how certain dream teams supposed to come together and create. It just it it don't. It's just all right. Yeah, that's all you get. You get all right. That's deep. Whoa. Now. The one I didn't mention uh, that was stand up besides Gold Roses and uh, which we already spoke about big time is is another. And then we have the other one, uh, which one with Meek, Bogus Charms. The one I go back to the most, man, and HUD, I think is the one that you uh, sent to me was the Vegas Residency. I really like that. If he had a bunch of Vegas Residencies, like that cinematic type of feel to where once, you know, once Ross start talking about anything, Ross can be talking about chicken, but he can make it seem like that's the... The best chicken that you done had this side of Mississippi. You Special know what I'm saying? Lemon pepper. <laughs> right, right. The way he be talking about it. So that that's when I think Ross is at his best on, on tracks like Vegas Residency, man. So to get back at one point that you made, you talk about the, the singles that he dropped. And we are noticing a lot like the singles don't really need to be, don't, don't, don't need to drop in this uh, Spotify, Apple Music type of uh, arena that we in right now. Like, you could just drop the album. People know your album's coming. You can just drop it. Like I, I do feel like that took some of the sale out of it. it. Yeah, it gets it up, but you only need one or two. Four is dropping too much, and it kind of took away from the album. Like because I'd have heard those songs, so I'm just like bam, bam, bam. I'm skipping because I already had them on a playlist or something already been bumping for about a week or two. I can definitely understand that if you get a song like Big Time and it's the first time you hear it. When the album it would have been a totally it automatically boosts up the man. This album's even better than what I thought it was. Totally, it doesn't take away from the single because I still think it's a great, great song. But I can see what you're saying as far as how you get it out and get it going. It, that can definitely change some things. So one thing we haven't touched on, and I think uh, we'd get fried if we didn't, was Maybach Music Six. <sighs> Flows mind blowing, these niggas switching the topic. All dick riders, your label label, erotic. 
got a couple dollars, but really it's barely modest. Couldn't sign me if you niggas was paying homage. Playing both sides, convicted you with the verdict. Pay a low rider, come hit you up for the murder. Chainsaw hollow, I peep soon as I heard it. These niggas be talking shooter, but quick to send their attorney. Is it really real? I can't. Man, I'm gonna tell you something, man. If you ain't got this album, man, go get it. If you ain't got this album, go get it, man. Maybach Music, man, six. Go with all. That was also one of my favorite joints on there. Yeah, so how you feel about the controversy surrounding it, though? You know. With the Pusha T-verse being left off. So I heard an interview with him, and he talked about how it just wasn't the right time for him and Wayne to kind of get on the same track and, and work together like that. I, I'm, I don't, I'm not in the weeds of that, and I don't know what the, what the actual factuals is. But to me... You lose a look, not lose a little bit of luster, but why not have a punch that you could have on an album, on a song that could push it just that far? Because right now, Pusha T, Pusha T's one of the one of the top rappers in the game right now. Right, and he's 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 having a run similar to what J Cole had last year. Like on every feature, he's bodying it. So I probably would have opted to have him versus Wayne on there. I yeah, and I think far. the only the only reason Wayne's cold out here, and let's be honest, man, but. He had a dope verse. He he still can deliver a dope verse. It, the verse wasn't whack by no means, but I think it was kind of corny of Ross to promote, promote, promote this record and then at the last minute pull it. I don't think it was necessarily him thinking like, you know, I don't want to put that energy. I think it was that side. Like he got a he got a record with Drake on here. Who was Push coming at in that verse? Drake, Drake, Wheezy, and Stunner. So that that that's the side he chose. And I think it was kind of corny to promote it and then try to, you know, pay damage control and reel it back in as if you didn't want to start nothing. Like that's why I think different. I think that that beef had its moment. It was up and if you just dropped it now, it would just reignite something that don't need to be reignited. Well, why promote it, Frank? That's my point. Like But I think put, it was promoted before he got diverse from from Pusha. Lies. I think once he got lies the, because the tweet was true. from 2010 with that verse. Like that. So that's not true. So if you look at the tweet that Push sent out, it was in two, 2018 September when he quoted those lines. So he been had that that verse. So you had more than enough time. So he knew what it was. So then maybe you just realized when you let the other artist who was on the track who heard it, maybe they didn't want to be. You know, what I mean, maybe they didn't want to go down that light, that path. You know, there's a lot of things. We don't know. We don't know the actuals. Um, I definitely think you can have push on there. You can do some things with it, but um, it definitely changes some things up. Yeah, but, I mean, I mean I'm enjoy. I'm enjoying it. It's going to be one of those ones to where, you know, one of them lost verses that you'll ever, you know, you always go back to. And, you know, at the end of the day, maybe Ross was telling the truth. But I'm just saying, from my standpoint, my initial feelings on that was that, you know, we didn't even. It, you could have made that decision before the rollout. You know what I'm saying? I agree, but you, like I said, you never know how that pans out. Prez, what's your, what's your thoughts on it? I think Cash is a big Pusha T fan. Mm-hmm. Anything with Pusha T on there, he, he definitely do he definitely wanted that verse on the album. That's what he thought was missing. Has nothing to do with that. It's it's a difference between sucker shit and non sucker shit. So now he's saying something. Now he's saying he's sucker. That's, that's a suck. That's some sucker shit. Yeah, absolutely. That's 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 where I'm at with it. Like. Don't, don't promote some shit and then try to run it back and whatever the case may be. You knew what you was doing. It's just that you chose the side. So just pick a side and stand on it. That's all I'm saying. And that's what he did. Can't fault him for that. The whole I didn't want to start this and I have dreams of having Wayne, Pusha, Drake, and not everybody on there. 
I, I, I don't buy it. That's just that's just me. I, you know what I'm saying? That's just my stance on that. Good marketing, though. Great marketing. Oh, absolutely. And then the verse dropped anyway. And, you know, Pusha T people said that they okayed the verse. So if they okayed the verse to be on there saying let it go, then ultimately it was Ross's decision to pull it back and, you know, OVO. I mean, okay. So did y'all listen to anything else? Boss had uh Yeah, so Boss had an album, man. Let me jump on that, man. Boss had an album, four tracks. Um, I like the one, the rest three y'all can keep. All right. Yeah, yeah, that's fit pretty much it for me, man. Uh fried rice. Fried I rice. already heard fried rice prior to the other three. Strong pass. Uh boss, I was disappointed, man. I know you were trying something different, but um on to the next. Yeah, package it up, put it in the album, or give us a little bit more than Maybe, four tracks. Yeah, I mean, you spread you it got, out. Yeah. He's so, just doing his experimental thing right now. And I'm not mad at it, though. Still got one good track out of that. It get added to a playlist, and I move on, move forward. Uh, anybody, what about it? Anybody listen to the Dame Dollar? Oh, yeah, the Dame Dollar album. Yeah, um, no. Me neither. I'm going to get around to it. It's going to come up. I don't talk about it when I finally get to listen at it. He, got, he has a, a Wayne verse, though, so you might want to listen to that. I did go back, and I checked out the BJ Chicago, the Chicago Kid. Yeah, Check man, I still album. haven't had a chance, man. How was it? Oh, man, it's good. It's good. It's definitely like, uh, so I know you think I slack on my R&B little tip, but nah, that's, just, get, that's, get just a big, that's just because everybody try to be Chris Brown nowadays, so I feel like. <laughs> singing, he, just not just sing. Not singing. I mean, like, Chris Brown has taken R&B music to another level. It used to be a way to hide stuff in your music. Chris Brown just comes out and says yeah, it. Yeah, super and it's like, so now when I have that around my Kids and stuff like that, where you usually could listen to R&B anytime because hey, it's kind of hitting in the music type little deal. You could just play it. They're gonna say they're they ain't gonna say all the words that you're gonna have in the rap song. But Chris Brown changed that. It's nice to know some people still out there keeping R&B R&B. You know what I mean? Yeah, See, I'm definitely gonna check out uh, his album, man, and I'm looking forward to it. I got a flight to Phoenix uh, in the next couple of days, so that's where I'm gonna definitely get all my listens in, man. Uh, as far as the uh, Album that's coming out, man. I know we slammed him a little bit earlier, Jeezy, as far as the uh, Rick Ross feature. But I'm always give Jeezy a listen, man. I don't, I don't care. I, I just not gonna give up on him as far as albums go. Um, the last few have been similar to what you know we mentioned with Ross have been just consistent. But I don't know if it's gotten the fanfare. You know, the overall the industry has their attention on it. So you know, that's because the snowman is melted, man. He's just not a snowman no more. Have you listened to his last few projects? Oh, of course. I listened to all of them. Yeah. What about you, Frank? What you feel? <laughs> on Thug Motivation 104. I'm excited. No, no yeah, like, I'm the same way. I'm going to listen to Jeezy when he dropped anytime. Like, I'm going to check out his album. But do I think it's going to hold up the same much weight as this uh, Ross? I hope so. I hope so. I want great music. I, I, I want that feeling again. Do I think it's going to happen? Hey, real quick, Unfortunately, man. Unfortunately, no. I don't think so is either. I think Jeezy kind of... He's just got to get back into it. He has some dope stuff, but I don't know if he's going to be able to keep it going. But, you know, with that said, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back with you with the Couch Potatoes segment. So you're sitting at home, you're on the couch and the TV's on, but what do you watch? Well, that's what we're here for. We give you shows that you need to know. Yeah, I kind of made it around. I hear, I hear you out there yeah. with your bars. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. <laughs> oh, not really. Not really. <laughs> hey, so real quick, man, we've been telling you guys about 
this for a long time, and I think y'all not listening. And if you're not, you are missing out, man. Snowfall is the joint. Did you watch episode five, man? Of course. I Which, mean, and, and it goes in harder than I even thought it was. This kid is literally taking over the game. This cop person, I would have killed him by now. I would have went ahead and knocked him off. I would have found a way um, to kill him because he's messing with my business. Yeah, and as you can see, man, they coming up with the plan to take Franklin down, man. He told his partner, hey, tell your family to get out of town for a couple of weeks. Franklin then got him suspended. Franklin set him up with the... Uh, Set him up with the escort at the hotel mm -hmm. or and whatever. Got his badge. That was kind of smart. Got his badge and his gun to get him off the street. But now he done pissed him off. So he's sending his daughter away. I think something going to happen to his daughter, by the way, uh, before she even get out of L.A. I don't. But you notice they cut away from that scene. No, Nobody know what happened after that fight. After she got tossed up. Yeah. So, I, yeah, you don't know how bad that's going to be or what she going to do to make possibly throw her life away. Or maybe she gets sent. Franklin does something as a result. Maybe they get, you know, he's cool with Franklin for taking up for his daughter. You know, these things can go all sorts of ways. It can definitely change, but the show, the writers of it, you know, they are really doing a great job. And just in case if you didn't know, it's already been greenlit for another season. Yeah, season so four. Season it's, four. It's definitely, you know, when you start getting into season four shows, I mean, you know you're doing something right. So if you are not watching this show, please go into it and check it out. Snowfall is the business. Frank, have you uh, at least started? No, I haven't. Sorry, not sorry. It's okay. I'm, I'm going to get on it, though. I'm going to get on it. Now, another show that just came out, it's very new on, on um, Amazon. It's called Free Meek. Um, I haven't got a chance to really dive into it, but I definitely with, with Meek Mill being as popular as he is right now, it's something that you want to get into. I know I watched a little bit of the first episode and kind of talking about the racial injustice and some of the things. I didn't know the dude was on probation for 11 years. It's a little. It was a little bit longer than that as you kind of get into the episode. So my man uh, sent me, hey, man, go watch this free meat. So, of course, what I do, I started at like 930 on a Sunday. Next thing I know, it's about almost one in the morning and I'm almost on the fourth episode. So, I mean, really, man, all the things that they was uh, trying to lock meek up for was all like petty, petty shit, man. Like, you know, he couldn't do he couldn't leave the state without telling her like it was like a grown-ass man that really wasn't under arrest i mean I, um he was on probation but any little thing he would do uh he had prop um prop guns in the video and they were actually water guns but he was posing with them on his instagram you know he got reprimanded for that yeah, he was doing um, three months at a time six months at a time and it just really highlights man all the injustices so if you want to be upset right now or this this evening and definitely go back to the house, watch that, and you'll be even more pissed off at, you know, how things are so out of whack in the uh, the justice system, man. So that's a, that's a good watch for all you hip-hop heads, and, and even if you're not a hip-hop head. Definitely, definitely a good show to watch, man. So I'm going to check finish checking it out. You know, I like to get into those different things, man. Um, so is it a season? It's kind of yeah, so like a, a mini, mini documentary series. Yeah, about five, six episodes, I'm going to so, say. So it's not long? Uh, no, no, they're an hour piece. No, okay, no, but I, no, but it's only five minutes. episodes. Only five episodes. I yeah. give it. I check it out then. You need, listen. You need to watch Snowfall. Damn Meek. Meek free. Yeah. So um, I'm yo. serious. <laughs> I, that's how good. Like, I, yeah, I cannot. I, I watched the boys. So I finally, I finally, I finally did finish the boys. And I actually thought that was a very good show. It still ain't better than Snowfall. I, I, no, I, it I, ain't. It's just where do I got to do too much work to find it? 
and they got other stuff. Don't that's you got a five speed? Available. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's type in snowfall. Yeah, I yeah mean, that's all. It takes it takes a lot of work when I can just like oh man, there's so much other stuff that just came on Netflix and all this other things. Tracking. So tracking. speaking on Netflix, we we got that Red Sea. Uh, the Red Sea diving resort, uh, based on uh, true stories about what happened in Ethiopia uh, years ago. Probably started around '79 and, and just extracting Ethiopians that uh, who were not Muslims. They were uh, Israelites, I believe. If I'm not mistaken, and uh, really, really, really uh, good movie and Netflix hit on that one, so more people should watch it. But it should pop start popping up in you guys' Netflix feeds. Uh, but it's one of the more popular ones that that's popping up. But I enjoyed it. Me and the wife was just sitting around trying to find something to watch, and then all of a sudden we were locked in. And so yeah, do you do your research on it? Uh, Got Captain America in it. Yeah, Captain America, and we kept calling him Captain America throughout the whole uh, movie. But uh, but no, <laughs> for sure, man, I I enjoy it. I, I like watching uh, true stories like that that are that are done well. No, but um, definitely on on Couch Show, that's the only things I got going on. A movie that's coming out in September that I really want to see is a true documentary on Bumpy Johnson. It's played by Forrest Whitaker. Um, y'all may not have heard about that, but it's going over Bumpy Johnson and what he kind of went through and how he did his thing back in the day. So. Um, talks about how him and um, activists work together to try to change the game in New York and get rid of drugs and some of those different things that Bumpy was involved in. So for you New York people, I figured that'd definitely be a must-watch. Yeah, watch, yeah but, for um, sure. I'm definitely going to be looking forward to it. When does that Wu-Tang series come out? Uh, I don't, I'm, I'm not sure, but they, they do have one on Amazon Prime. I think I mentioned it to you. Yeah, I'm, I'm waiting on that one for Hulu that uh, Joey Badass and everybody's supposed to be on. Oh, oh yeah, and then uh, Davies and a bunch of other those cats. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't have a date on that, but it should be this fall, I'm, I'm thinking. But to hold you over, but if you watch that documentary, you'll learn a lot about Wu-Tang that you didn't know about. So, okay. my hip-hop heads out there, watch that. That's on Amazon? It's on Amazon. No, uh, I, mean, I don't even. I don't even. Oh, technical difficulties. But no, nah, I'm not sure if it's on Amazon or not. Uh, I can I can give it to you after this, but I just watched it on the Fire Stick, man. So I just I didn't even pay attention to where it came from. Okay. But uh, with that said, so if you're still listening at this point, you haven't subscribed to our um, our Apple Podcast, we need you to do so. If you have not rated it, we need you to do so. If you have I not was- commented, we need you to do so. It was amazing. The reason being. Our podcast will never get notoriety and will never bump up the ranks as far as in the iTunes, uh, the iTunes world, Apple podcast world, as far as people actually subscribing without you guys doing that. Now, if you're feeling us and you want to support us, that's one of the best ways. We appreciate all the likes, all the comments, all the uh, personal messages to, to our phones and, and our, our IG handles and Twitter. But. Hey, we get up the rankings if you do those simple things that I mentioned in the beginning. So, like, subscribe, comment, and rate five stars. And if you don't rate five stars, what are you? <laughs> exactly. Frank, you got any last words, man? Hey, so, yeah, if you made it this far, maybe you'll like our past episodes. Go back, check them out. We got, uh, what, we on 17 now? Episode 17, yeah. Yeah, man. so go back and check out those previous episodes. Uh, you can see where we came, where we uh, started at, and how far we didn't came up on our uh, podcasting. It's long ways, fellas, I tell you that much. We have, man. So, look, man, from our couch to yours, y'all have a good night. Remember, don't sleep on the couch. And if you do, <laughs> you didn't listen. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Don't Sleep on the Couch Podcast. Hit us up at DSC underscore podcast on the gram. Or send us an email at don't sleep on the couch at gmail.com. 
Thank you for coming to sit with us. See y'all next week.